got some unfinished business. This the rap martyr. We hitting harder, getting smarter. It's up in order. Kick the 40 yarder. Give me a heart attack. I'm anxious. Geiger, bring us home like Holly's MMA. Think I got the plane tick. Starlington, I took the flight. When that whistle blow, I know that Tony Yo gonna be high. Gonna be high. Am I on the hit list? You don't wanna miss this. Spartan Nation got some unfinished business. Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the Spartan Sports Podcast. We've been out for a while. I'm sorry about that. It's just been a little crazy for us over here. Uh, my name's Ben Pride. And Naveen. So we're here um, after uh, the whole football season. Thank God it is <laughs> over. Uh, we uh, finished the season up with a loss at Penn State. Really thought we were going to get it for a while there. Um, went up 12-10. Um in the first half, and then uh, we lost it. Um, Damian Terry went out, and O'Connor came in, and um, yeah, was just so disheartening. Um, you know, I, I just uh, the I mean, the one thing you know, I thought after the first half, um, you know, we couldn't finish the drives. You know, we had. Uh, four drives going into that, you know the red zone mm-hmm. and just had nothing. But uh, gosh, when O'Connor came in, I mean the lights went off. Yeah, I mean, where do you think O'Connor's going to finish for defensive player of the year? Against <laughs> kind of, like a shutdown defender, <laughs> like if you want to stop your offense, you play Tyler O'Connor. And... I, I I don't think I've ever been. Well, I was I was pretty high on Maxwell when he mm-hmm. came in, but God, I thought O'Connor at that Notre Dame game was good and. Mm-hmm. He's not good. No. <laughs> and, I mean, partly, probably, he's just lost all confidence, but he looked awful in that Penn State game. He just looked awful. Uh, he has, like, he had a uh, three-yard average, 3.6-yard three, three yeah. attempt. Like, how do you... I've never seen that before, anything like that. Um, in the Ohio State game, which we didn't cover in the Spartan Ports podcast... He had like a, a like a four point yard average, and LJ Scott was running rushing for more yards per carry than um, O'Connor was throwing. It's just like he's awful. Yeah, it's just indicative that your offense has collapsed, you know. And I mean, I do wish O'Connor well after. I mean, for everything he's he's a good guy, and I mean his teammates like him. He's not a dislike guy, but I mean, I just really like. I, mean, I think starting at that. I mean, especially after the LSU game concluded, I mean, to lose such a, I mean, I'd say like a heartbreaking fashion. Yeah, I mean, we should have won that game. We they won. really should have won, and I mean, I think the team, you know, after that is like, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, I not, I don't think they gave up. But at the same time, I think it's hard to muster up that emotion. You need to really compete in a football game, and I think you kind of saw it how it wore on them throughout the Penn State Michigan. I mean, through our game versus Penn State. Yeah. I mean, you know, like it's hard to, I mean, really have bring that attitude, bring like that. I don't bring that level of confidence in India after losing that game. It's hard to, I mean, you know, I think people are looking forward to the offseason. And, I mean, you know, I think it's like, like you know, the company tagline is, you know, this is our last game. This is our senior game. We want to go out with a, you know, we, we don't want to go out with a disappointment. But, and Penn State just had so much to play for, and they really showed it in the second half. Yeah. I just don't think our team had it in them, really. Yeah. For me, it was like, after they went up, uh, you know, uh, 12 to 17 um, in the second, like, it just seemed like it, once they, yeah, once they got the lead and we knew we had O'Connor at quarterback, defense shut down, yeah. um, offense shut down, like, there was just nothing. There was just nothing there. And, um, God, you know, when, O'Con- when Terry goes down, Terry's not a very good quarterback, and he was driving the ball. When Terry goes down and... We can't even, like, play anybody else, you know? We're not going to burn Messiah's red shirt for one season. It was just like, you can't even bring any backup quarterback in. I, I, it was just hard. It was just hard mm-hmm. to watch. It's tough, difficult to watch. And, I mean, you know, I don't... It's just it's tough, you know, like, I mean... I don't know, I mean, you know, we got really... I thought we were in it, you know, like, I mean, we had our... I mean, Geiger, for one, <laughs> had my most consistent game yeah. in the whole year, but... I just don't really know what, like, in the second half, we just, as you said, like, the first half, we really just didn't complete, like, we didn't finish any drives, we had a lot to field goals. Yeah. And it just seemed, yeah, like, in the second half, I don't know, there was no, like, I mean, our running game got shut, we just got down, shut down every fifth of the game, it looked like. Yeah. And we just couldn't move, like, we weren't, we weren't, we weren't getting first downs, and we weren't doing anything, and I just don't, 
I don't know, very frust- I thought I'm fr- very frustrated right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like it's just hard. It was just hard to watch because like I had such high hopes. You know, Ohio State wins their game against Michigan. Mm-hmm. If we win, we crush Penn State's hopes. Which, you know, I know that Mark D'Antonio doesn't want to play spoiler, but I fucking hate Penn State. So yeah, I do too. Uh, like I uh, I wanted to play spoiler. I, do- I definitely did. And it seemed like you know we start off the game. God, we we have we have we do start off the game well and. And then we are not a second-half team, at least this year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, defense played well, I think. You know, we shut down Saquon. We uh, held in check, you know, their quarterback. And I don't know. I just – I think at the end of the day, we kind of gave up toward the end of it. I think we did, too. And, you know, I mean, I thought, especially, like, the lanes were just not open for LJ Scott. And, I mean, he didn't really have his best game either. You know, I don't think he played terrible by any means, but – it was, it was kind of like the number of the flex it was a very average performance from him and our all line and it just didn't look like we had established any like I mean throughout the game just, I did not see the, the holes weren't open I mean we weren't really breaking anything at all past the second level we were really just getting stuffed in there like I mean we were running to D-line it looked like the whole time I just didn't see any consistency or like anything I just we didn't establish we just couldn't establish any identity throughout the game yeah I think it's, I think it's just you know it's, it's a show tale sign that I don't know, your team's kind of, maybe, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really don't think they gave up, I think they started coasting in the second half, to yeah. be honest. Well, I mean, I, you know, I, I just, I don't know if I can even, you know, blame them for, you know, that second half yeah. performance, because you're a, you're not playing for anything at that point, you're playing to be, you know, a spoiler, so yeah, there's sure. just not, there's just not much to play for, especially when you're down, you know, a lot, mm-hmm. um, I, I just don't, you know, um, I thought the defense played well in the first half, um, and uh, you know I'm I'm happy, especially the way our defense finished out the year, disregarding the second half of the Penn State game. Yeah. I think we played really well. Um, I think that's something to look forward to. Um, you know, uh, if James Franklin doesn't throw long bombs at, in the fourth quarter when the game's out of reach mm-hmm. for them, uh, James Franklin sucks. Penn State head coach sucks. I don't like him. Um, I don't like him. I don't like him. I think he's a tool. And, um, yeah, they're going to lose in the Big Ten Championship game. They're not going to the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, I mean, do you have anything to say about No, that? yeah, I mean, I absolutely hate Penn State. Yeah. I've hated them. I mean, I'll be very open. I'm not going to get political. I hate Joe Paterno. Yeah. I hate James Franklin. Um, this is a team that wants to heal their community via a football or sporting event. Yeah. And I think it's very distasteful. And mm. I thought what they did at the end of the game is distasteful. And, yeah, I mean, you know, Penn State, they're, yeah, maybe, you know, they thought they wanted to rub it in for what happened last year, but... I mean, overall, they're never going to be Michigan State. They're yeah. a very average program. And, yeah, I mean, they're having a nice year right now, but I don't really see them sustaining any yeah. success. I mean, I think Saquon they, Barkley is going to leave, and they're yeah, going to suck. I agree. I think Jake Franklin's going to be fired in the yeah. next three years anyway. Yeah. And I don't really wish them well in <laughs> the rest of this year, and I think they're going to get smacked in their whatever game they're, they play in. Yeah. All right. I mean, you know, that game was obviously disappointing. Would have wanted the season to end in um, – in a win, uh, but you know, pulling back a little bit, I guess the first thing I want to ask you is, do you think like you know, obviously you know, three and nine, not a great season, but do you think that a bowl would have helped us? Do you think the the extra weeks of practice would have helped us? Because I just you know, I don't see it. I think I think we were kind of you know in that sort of uh, you know, I, I just you know, I think it might be good that we didn't have that you know that mm-hmm. bowl game. You know, maybe I'm being optimistic here, but I, I just think that we needed a break. That it would have been hard to just grind out another uh, three weeks of practice and then probably lose in a bowl game. Yeah, so. no, I agree with you. I mean, this isn't really the year. Like, I mean, I thought a few years ago, you know, like I mean, when we, we got we made the Buffalo Wild Wings bowl and we won on that. I think it was the Dan Conroy field goal. Yeah, the game. I think that helped the team because they were, they were, that was a competitive year and our team was competitive. Yeah, and this year, honestly, I mean, I mean, I think the team did. We started playing a little bit better, maybe in the last, I'd say, month of this season, but I just don't think there's anything to build towards, really, and I don't... I mean, you know, like, yeah, the nucleus is young, but, like, I think the people at the front end of the roster, a lot of them are seniors. I mean, obviously O'Connor, and you can make make, make your way down the list, or but the guys aren't going to really be here next year, and I don't... I think this is a year that you kind of just let fall. I mean, you know, you just kind of want to close the chapter on it and move on. Yeah. I don't really think, like... Practicing with the same 
with a core of guys. I mean, it would have been, and I mean, even going out there like you know Connor, RJ, Josiah Price. I mean, just yeah. people you're not you're not moving forward with, and I don't know. I just don't think it would have really helped. You know, like wouldn't like it's not, it just wouldn't be a confidence booster at all. Yeah, it wouldn't be something like to really move into next year. So when we were three and nine. It's bad, and I just think it's a year. You know, you can. You did a lot of things wrong. I mean, there are a lot of things you, I mean, everything you can learn from. And so, you know, I think it's good to just stop it now and just evaluate, start evaluating right now what you want to do going into next season. I don't really think, like, any more football would really help this team. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, like I said before, I just, um, I think that, you know, Mark D'Antoni was drained. It just <laughs> seems like it, you know. Mm-hmm. He just seems drained, and I, you know, I think, I don't want. I don't want to blame anybody for this season. I think it. You know, it. It was quarterback play. It was senior leadership. Mm-hmm. It was the defense. Like yeah. there was a ton of different factors, mm-hmm. um, and I think you know you just let it lie and move on. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, you know, move from that. What do you What do you want to see in the off season? In the off season. So I'll admit right now, I am a little, I am a little concerned because what I wanted to see in the off season is a, a, a total evaluation process. I think of everybody from, I think D'Antonio evaluating himself, from him down to like your equipment manager. I think you have to evaluate every player. I mean, who figures in like what? How are you going to change from this year to next year? I'll admit, I just wasn't impressed by Dan, like uh, by Mark's comments about, you know, like I think he maybe the one angle that I see from him is that he had to say it is that. You know how he defended immediately and said he's not going to fire any coordinators going into next year. And I mean, it sounded like a very near-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think what we all know is that he does need a clean, if maybe not even, I think you need a clean sweep of everything you're doing on offense right now. And I think maybe the one thing I can say is that you don't want to, you want to, I mean, right after, like, I mean, I think these comments were made right after, like, right on the, you know, right after the Penn State game. And maybe you don't want to make any decisions, like, right after, like, literally, like, the moments after, you know, like, your last game of the season. But, I mean, I think when you have such a bad year, you have to... I don't know how you can go and say you're not going to evaluate, you know, like... Everybody. Your coordinators. Yeah. Or, like, just the fact that... I don't, like... If you said, like, we don't play on fire or anything, but you have to evaluate... Like, to say you're not really going to evaluate, like, the status of their job, to me, seems like, you know, you thought their performance... You were okay at their performance. And I don't think Coach Antonio was. I think behind closed doors, he will. But, you know, I would like to say, like... I think moving into the, I mean, obviously it's not like, it's not like that. I thought we're going to be signing or trading guys or getting, I mean, getting draft picks in. But, I mean, I like to see some clarity early on, like, what they, I guess, like, you know, maybe see, like, early on the guys who they think are going to be, like, starting for this team next year. And I would like to see a change in our offensive philosophy. I, I think it, we need to move towards a more, I mean, I'm saying we have to move, like, you know, become, like, Oregon or move towards, a, like, these higher these frantic offenses, but I mean, I think we need to pr- improve our little, our pace of play a little bit better, and I think we need to learn how to find our offense more around LJ. Mm-hmm. I think it demands more consistency out of our offensive line, and I'd like to see. Yeah, that, that's like the beginning of what I like to see. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I think that uh, I I kind of um, I, I kind of disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that D'Antoni is a loyal guy, and that's how he's made his name. And yeah. I I don't know, like. Do you remember in 2012 when we had that play, those play calling issues and mm-hmm. the guy kind of quietly just went off the staff? Yeah. I think if something's going to happen, it's going to happen like that. You know, kind of, they just, they just, they, just, they, they disappear. I, 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 like, there's just, D'Antonio's not a guy who's just going to be like, here's my sacrificial rant lamb. Like, here he is, like. I, I fired somebody for this awful season. That's just not D'Antonio's style. That's not who D'Antonio is. And so I, I, I see, I see it being subtle. I see it being not newsworthy, not not making headlines. Just uh, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say Dave Warner is going to get like assassinated in the night or something <laughs> like that. But I, I just think that uh, I think that uh, it's going to be much more subtle. It's going to be much more subtle than that. Um, uh, yeah, and um, I think there's going to be several things that I want to see. Um, this Malik Zaire situation uh-huh. is interesting. Don't know if he's the right fit. Um, so Malik Zaire, for those of you who don't know, um, Notre Dame graduate transfer. Um, he uh, he started for them for a while, and then Deshaun Kaiser took over. 
Um, he's transferring, and he could come to Michigan State. Um, but, I yeah, I want to – I mean, to be honest, I want to see either Lewerke or uh, uh, Messiah start next year. I, I totally – I agree with that, and that's the part – what not I should say, just, that's not concerning, but I don't – like the really, I'm not. I don't agree with the early reports. That I'm hearing that Damian Terry is going to be an integral part of the competition next year. Yeah, he's not. But that's, but that's what you know. That's what the that's what the is coming out. Or, I mean, that's what I mean. The reports are so far is that Terry will be actively involved as a person. I, I just, I, I'm sorry. I, I just, I can't, I can't see it. He's just not that's, as good as Lewerke. I just, I agree with you. And I mean, that's the the part of the curious thing. You know, Damian Terry could look white cloud in training camp, but I mean. I think he'd be. I think it'd just be reminiscent of last year. Like, O'Connor looked good in training camp for a while. They say like he really battled and won this job, and he looked very sharp. But I mean, you saw what happened in the. You just saw what happened this season. I mean, I mean Terry does bring different aspects. He's a little bit more athletic. He does have a. I guess I would say maybe he does have a higher ceiling, but I just don't think it'd be much different than O'Connor. And I would like to. I think. I mean. Go younger. Yeah. Go younger. I think there's a lot of other things they could do with Terry on the roster besides having him play quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you want to put Terry, if Terry wants to be an integral part of this team, put him a tight end. Do something else with him. Like, put him a wide receiver. I don't care. Don't. He's not a quarterback. He's not a quarterback. Um, yeah. I, I want to I wanna see Lewerke or uh, Messiah. I don't know if I want to see them separate themselves, but I definitely want to see it them two going into this. And I think that's going to be the conversation in the spring game. I think that's going to be the conversation um, going into fall, uh, fall camp. And I think that's going to be a conversation uh, starting out the year. Luckily, um, I think we don't have uh, – well, actually, we, I mean, we have – t- so uh, have you looked at the schedule next year? No, I haven't. So our two – our three uh, – um, so we have – thanks to Alabama, we have our first game is off. First week is off, so every plan we have a first week off. Then we start with the NFL season. We start um, Bowling Green, um, Western Michigan, which I think is going to take a major step back when Fleck mm-hmm. leaves. Sorry, Western, row your boat. Um, and Corey Davis leaves, and then uh, um, and then we have Notre Dame going mm-hmm. into the Big Ten season. So I, I just yeah, I think it's going to be a much it's a much different um, it's going to be a much different season next year. I think it's going to be. It's going to be uh, more reminiscent of the the Mark D'Antonio era as a whole, mm-hmm. right? I mean, do, do, do you do you see yeah. us going forward? I do. I do want to say I think I, I wholeheartedly believe in Coach, in Coach D. I just think you have to. I think they can't be too blind to the fact that they have to. I'm not saying you have to change everything your program is about, but I think there are minor parts about your offensive philosophy that have to be changed, and maybe. I don't know, you know, man, this is something that's going to be a better discussion when we know, like, the status of Warner. We know exactly, like, what they plan to do with him or what they plan to. Whether I mean, regardless, I think even if you don't, fi- even if the guy, say he doesn't get fired, I think you have to start changing, like, I mean, obviously, I think injuries on your own line is going to be a huge thing in developing consistency, but I think it was obvious this year that it was a combination of injuries and play calling. And I think things have to change. I think that's going to be a big part of it going into next year, but I mean, I just, I just don't think this team is still have, has too much talent to go 3-9, and nine, and I don't expect, I do expect, I mean, I expect a rebound here. I mean, I'm saying we're going to be, we might, I mean, there's a possibility we might not be like, you know, like in the middle of like the Big Ten title contention. Which well, see, it, I mean, I think we could be a very good team. Yeah, I, I would take issue with that a little bit because I think that a lot of teams in our division are going to take a step back. Think, okay. I mean, Michigan's not going to be as good as they are this I don't year. Either. Yeah, they, they're going to suck. I mean, maybe not suck. Yeah. Well, they're going to suck. But, um, and Penn State just had a, a wonder year. I, I don't see them, you know, so it's going to be us and Ohio State, I think, next year. Um, you, don't think, you don't think Wisconsin will be in it? Well, I'm, I'm saying for our, at oh, least for the, okay. the East Division. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I, I guess I think that at least what I see going forward is I think our corners are going to get back mm-hmm. to, be, to being our – Bedrock. I think our D tackles, our D line looked better um, with younger guys. I think Raekwon Williams looked good. I think um, you know. Uh, I, I just think that our 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 lines looked better in the, at the end of the season with younger guys. Right? Cole Chewins looked good. Tyler Higby looked good. I, I see a lot of things to be optimistic yeah. about. Not to mention 
LJ Scott is a monster. Yeah. Oh, he's phenomenal. I mean, I think, I mean, I, I mean, he's my, he's one of my favorite running backs I've ever, I've watched it. I mean, I think he's going to be the best, I think he could be the best running back. I think, I don't know, I think he will be the best running back in the Big Ten next year. I think for me, what my, my, what my point is that, I think we put numbers on it. For me, a rebound would be, it wouldn't be going like five and seven or six and six. I think this team is the markings, you know, that would be an eight and four, nine and three team. But I think to take the next step to be like, you know, in the, Big playoff. Ten title, like, playoff contention. You have to be, like, you know, like, like 11-1, and one, maybe 10-2. and two. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I'd have to see the develop. For me, it's critical. I just have to see how this O-line develops and is looking over the offseason yeah. to make that declaration so far. Sure. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Yeah. I, I think it's going to rest heavily on the O-line and, and also uh, um, quarterback play. The quarterback, yeah. I think that's a given. And... and uh, and, you know, I think we're going to see those things, you know, develop. I think our defense can be solid. Mm-hmm. I guess the one thing from the defense I like to see is obviously, like, I mean, you, you, didn't have a, you didn't really have a banner year from your safeties. I mean, yeah. Nicholson is up and, very up and down. I mean, Demetrius Cox is gone. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And, you know, like, it kind of, I mean, the way his career ended, too, is just, it's unfortunate. But, yeah. I mean, you know, he's a guy we can move on from. And our corner's young, but I think... You know, I mean, I think part of what has happened with them with you, and maybe this is just maybe too much of a subjective or an opinionated <laughs> type of bias, but I think a really, like, at the peak of our identity, the peak of, like, MSU, our brand or toughness was the no-fly zone uh, with Dark Hook to Dart and Trey Wayne, which, by the way, I've heard about over four to five teams trying to rip that off since then. <laughs> yeah. That will always be the yeah. one and only yeah. no-fly yeah. zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, maybe you don't need to get the... Maybe you don't need to get exactly the no-fly zone back, but I think it was, like, when you have some type of, like, maybe, like, positional or, like, really identity you can hang, like, your team can be built off of. Maybe it's, like, getting to, like, you know, dominant edge rushers. Or, I mean, it's like, kind of like when we had Shalik, like when we had Shalik and Malik and before that no-fly zone. But I'd like to see maybe, I mean, the thing we kind of expected out of our, our linebackers to be that unit, mm-hmm. and it didn't really formulate with the, with injuries, obviously. Yeah. But I'd like to see, I mean... I think I think pass rushing could be huge next year too. I think obviously we pretty much recycled through our entire D yeah. line, but I think if you can get some like one like maybe just a couple like one positional pairing that's very dominant. I think that could be something that obviously could really build on. I think that could be something that could carry our team beyond the quarterback play. Obviously, which is I mean that's just going to be we know we need to get, yeah. we have to play very well. Yeah. We just need a better quarterback. But it'd be cool on the defense to see something like that, and maybe not the best way to analyze the team, but. I think that could be like a huge. I think that could be a huge factor in them playing very well next year. Okay. Um, besides record, I want one bold prediction for next year. One bold prediction for next yeah. year. Yeah. Naveed will say that. Besides record, so you can't go record. All right. My man Josh Butler will come in and become a dominant type of corner. Okay. All right. I thought I like the guy. I mean, I think he's athletic. I've seen some. I mean, you know, like I mean, he's, he had a. We started playing a little bit more, like, I think, after, I try to think exactly what game, like, maybe it was around the Northwestern game, but, I mean, I think I like some of the ways he can, some of the things he can do, and I think kind of like him and, I think him and Lane could be kind of that combo, and I think Lane's the guy, you know, I think we're all pretty hyped up about, yeah. but I think Butler's a dark horse, and yeah. I like the guy a lot. I, uh, I got Corley, Corley, mm-hmm. goes, uh, he, he's 700 receiving yards and three interceptions. Three, oh, okay. Three yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of a little both ways. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm probably the most optimistic fan I've ever. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, besides Naveed, my friend <laughs> Naveed over here, but I think we're both pretty optimistic mm-hmm, yeah. fans about the future. And you know, we had a down season, but you know, yeah, trust in trust in Mark D'Antonio for me is high, um, and uh, you know, I, I can't. I think it's, um, I think it's like, I'm so glad we don't have a reactive administration like, say, Oregon, who just fired yeah. their head coach after a bad season. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, come on. So that's me. You know, you know what I mean, though, right? Mm-hmm. Right? It's just no, I agree. I mean, I think that goes back to maybe. I think you're probably correct about uh, that's kind of commenting on the how co- co- I was a little concerned about the comments about our coordinators earlier. But I think just the model of the way we. We work or work with people. Is that we're not super, we're not knee jerky or we're not super reactive. You know, like we take the time or, I mean, you know, I think we do these things like in class. You know, like I mean, Oregon, I mean, Oregon just went and I mean, just very abruptly fired their coach, and I just something that's something I'm would do. Like, yeah. 
I mean, maybe you could, some people say for better or for worse, but that's just our program's kind of built on, you know, having that respect for people or, like, the time they put in. And, I mean, obviously, it's like, you know, you don't want to be loyal to a fault, but I think, you know, it, you take proper time to sit down, like, sit down with everybody to be involved in decision-making, evaluate people, give them a fair evaluation. Yeah. And I think that's what they're going to do is the next season. I expect, like, pragmatism to rule, you know, to win out. And I think the rational, I think there going to be very rational decisions made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, do you have anything else to say on the football season overview? No, I mean, overall, oh man, I'm, I had fun. I mean, maybe we could say, yeah, we had a terrible year. I had fun watching the team. I mean, it kind of, it's like when you lose, but I mean, I'm never really don't enjoy watching MSC football. And I mean, I'm happy. I'm, I think moving into next year, we do have, I, this isn't like, I don't think this is a total rebuild. I think we have guys coming in, or I mean, we have guys right now on the roster that can become playmakers and. You know, I mean, that's just the nature of, I mean, now that when you're an elite program, I mean, this is the nature of, you know, you have that, you have one year where things didn't go right, and then you use those mistakes, and you you just become a lot. I think that's what helps you, I don't know, I think to reach success, like, something that Antonio said, you're even afraid, like, you reach that point where, like, you never want to reach that point where you think you're too successful, because then you can fall, and I think maybe, you know, we got, you know, we reached the height of success, and it's hard to maintain that, and... I think now they know what they need to do to, like, stay at that level. And I think they're going to make the decisions. I think we're going to have guys on the team who can get us back to that consistent level of just dominance. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, so uh, transitioning into a much, I think, happier, maybe not happier, but, like, just a, just a much more optimistic tone, for me at least, is uh, Michigan State basketball. Um, we... Uh, we haven't talked about the basketball program too much on the program uh, and the Spartan Sports Podcast, but um, we're 4-4 four and four right now. Um, just had a kind of a, a difficult loss to Duke, um, but we had had a just a tough schedule mm-hmm. um, to start the year, um, and, uh, and um, you know, we're hearing now that Miles Bridges is out for two weeks, um, but... That being said, I am pretty optimistic. Um, I think that uh, I think that you know playing these teams, these early tough teams, is just gonna definitely uh, pay dividends going down the road. Um, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm not too worried. Where, where, where's your head at? No, I'm I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm not really worried at all. I think this team is going through a natural progression of. <laughs> learning to play with, I mean, just learning to play with each other. I mean, these are most of these guys have never really even played with. I mean, yeah, you have, like, I mean, I'd say, like, Tom Tom and Aaron Harris have played on the same, maybe with McQuaid a little bit on the same, you know, same five, same lineup, you know, on the court. But it really was, have you gone up now, like, these roster, like, the pairings, I mean, the five guys on the court have just never played with each other. I mean, yeah, like, I'd say, you know, we we, we lost pretty handily to Kentucky, and we haven't... I mean, we, we were very competitive, though, I think, in most of, like, against Duke, against... I mean, against Arizona, which you discussed, but... I mean... I just... I like what I've seen out of each individual player, and yeah. I think it's just where, like... I think the team chemistry is still coming along, and I think it's still needing to be developed. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not theirs yet. And, I mean, there's a lot to discuss about, like, I guess, like, what, what's happened, like, in the actual games... I mean, so far, I'm, I'm, if you ask me if I'm concerned, no. I'm yeah. not concerned. I, I mean, like, just, just going through the games, like, Arizona, we probably should have won that game, mm-hmm. you know? We were up most of the game, and a late, late bucket made Arizona win. Mm-hmm. So that's the first game of the season. Obviously, lose to Kentucky. Kentucky's a very talented team, but we were in it for, you know, the first half. Mm-hmm. Um then you go, uh, Baylor, Baylor's a good team. You know, Baylor's a good team. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're a top 10 team. We were in it for the first half and then had a tough, you know, tough second half. I think that has to do with fatigue and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, uh, uh, Duke, I mean, you watched the Duke game. Oh, like, yeah. we were in it for the first half, mm-hmm. in it for the second half, and then we had that, that, those spate of foul calls. I'm gonna air quote those foul calls because I mean that was yeah. gross, right? I mean, can can you can you like that was those were not. I mean, I, I know you have to take a punch and everything, but they did not seem like fouls they, to me. I mean, it, it was just 
And and then we go down by like 10, 10, 10, well, can't talk, 10, and uh, and then the freshman team just falls apart, you know? Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I, I, I just, going through the schedule, looking at it, not too upset about any of those losses, not too worried about it. I mean, Miles is going to be out for two weeks, but hey, you know, you have to go through these things. So, um, yeah, I... Uh, I I'm not too too worried about it to be honest. Um, you know, uh, moving forward, uh, I think we could go undefeated in December. Yeah, I mean, you're showing me you're showing me the schedule, and I mean, we're like I mean, Oral Roberts, Youngstown State, Tennessee Tech, Northeastern, Oakland, Minnesota, Northwestern. I we mean, should I think, be favored in all those games. I think, right? I think we won't win all those games, and I don't. I really don't see. I mean, maybe Minnesota is probably the toughest. That's probably the toughest game at Minnesota. Minnesota but yeah. I still think we're better. I mean, we've played. I mean, you can say we've played like four of maybe the best teams in college basketball so far. I mean, maybe one of the only one of the games we were really out of like the entire game. I mean, we were we were all, we could have, we had a very good chance of winning two of them. We have two teams that are probably going to be could be in the final four and very close to it. I mean, no, I think. Really, the team knows like what they need to do. I think going into like into this December stretch is really. I mean, I think their main issue right now is just turning the ball over and keeping just taking care of the ball. Because right now there's the one thing that they're really not doing. I think it's I think maybe I have to say I think it starts with Miles. Who I just I'm happy with him. You know, he's played very well. But I think the one thing that kind of I think it was alluded to, and I do agree, is that it's very tough to tell a guy like as athletic as Miles to do this, but. Sometimes, you know, I think he does need to play a little bit more within himself. Just that I think they're getting, you know, like we've ran more transition this year than, like, we ever have in years, like, really years past. Especially at the beginning of the season. Yeah. yeah. And I think we're just getting a little too reckless at times. And I think it's, like, not, maybe not, I think what's happening is like we're stacking turnovers a little bit too much one on top of each other. Like, we're getting possessions where we're not, we don't even have, the, we're not getting a shot in the basket in two or three, two or three possessions in a row. And I think, you know, we need to work on... I think that's a problem. I think he knows a lot, too. We've gone on transition. We've taken... I've seen it a little bit from... Cash is a bit of a culprit, and... I've seen... I've even seen McQuaid do it, but... The Dakotas is taking these, like, threes that just aren't really very good. Yeah. And I think, you know... I think it's show to I mean... It's kind of a mark of a very, like, a freshman playing. I think it's something you're going to learn from, and I think this is a good time to really work on... You know the finer points of your offense because you get to be against like Oral Roberts, Youngstown State, and Tennessee Tech. Yeah, but oh god. Oh well, I, I just you know just kind of hearkening back to like last season when Denzel Valentine went down. Yeah, I think it was kind of a gut check time. You know, kind of our best player goes down, and who steps up around? You know, kind of want to see Aaron Harris step up. He hasn't you know played great. Yeah. Um, and also I think Tum Tum has. After the Bahamas, I think he's gotten a little bit of his scoring touch a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, yeah. he just needs to drive because he can do it. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I uh, so I'm just excited to see who steps up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, been very very impressed um, so far with uh, Nick Ward. Same. Nick, Nick, Nick Ward has yeah. some awesome feet. Mm-hmm. More athletic than I thought. You know, I kind of hearken him to Knicks with his feet. You know, but Derek Nix could never get up, you know, yeah. off the floor. And uh, and Ward with that block last year, I can't even remember who it was on, against Duke, you know, just sent it back. Yeah. And he he's going to be – I think he's going to be the real key moving forward. Mm-hmm. I actually – maybe this is a little bit – I don't know, it's a little out there, but I would I actually would say right now Nick Ward's probably been my freshman. I've actually been maybe the most impressed with yeah. just based on – Based on expectations, you know, yeah. going into the guy, people said, you know, like, I mean, there were questions of would this guy be able to, you know, stay, like, being able to play at, like, 100% level throughout the whole entirety of a college basketball game. And he hasn't proved that yet. I mean, he hasn't played that much, you know, but he, you know, he's definitely beneficent. And I think when they ramp up his minutes, I think he's a guy that's going to be able to be in that go mode. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just say this guy, like, really down low, he's getting offensive rebounds because you've loved. I mean, he's rebounding while he's blocking people out. He's fundamentally, he's just looks very sound. You know, he's not reckless with the ball. He's been re- he's been crashing the boards. I mean, he's just been a very physical presence down low. He's clearing space and he's getting second chance buckets too, which I just 
It's been really good keeping us in a lot of these games, honestly. Yeah. I've been very impressed with Nick Warren. Yeah. And um, can I just say something about Miles Bridges? He's been awesome. He's been great. But if I see another fucking dunk that goes off the fucking back of the backboard, he just need just, sorry, excuse my French, but he just, what is he doing? I don't know. I don't know why he keeps on like, just like clanging it off the backboard. Just lay it in if you have to. I don't care. I, yeah, I love Miles and obviously this guy's going to be, I mean, turn it, he's going to be a phenomenal player, but I would say the same, that's what I was kind of mentioning earlier, that I think he needs to take, like, I don't think he needs to take it on intensity, but I think like he's going for He's trying to be a little bit of the, like, banner, you know, the spectacular, like, the headline player. I think it's just led to, he's had a few, like, I think dunks are, like, you know, easy buckets, which he's tried to slam home and make the top ten. And he doesn't really need to, and I've seen it come of, like, I don't know, I think Miles overall is the talent there. I mean, I think the game, like, you know, he's making a, he's with his dribble. I mean, it's just, he's, fan, he's phenomenal. I mean, he's, he's getting open. He's making himself open, but I think his outside jump shot needs to improve a little bit, I'd like to see. I mean, overall, field goal percentage isn't, isn't terrible by any means, but I would like to see outside shot, shot become a little bit more consistent, and I think with those easy buckets, I mean, man, just to like, just for the sake of winning, like, I think we need to, we need him to maybe, like, I mean, you know, I think when you have the opportunity, it's hard to tell a guy, like, not to go for it, but I've noticed the same thing. He's just missing a lot of very, very, I shouldn't say easy, but balls that he has the athleticism to put the, to, I mean, to score the ball on, like, you know, he's, he's obviously there, he has the ball right next to the basket, but Finish. He's just yeah, he's trying to throw it home. He's trying to throw it like he you know, trying to throw the ball through the court pretty much, and he doesn't really need to do that. Just to use a little bit more touch and yeah. just score. Yeah, just finish. You're right. Yeah, I mean, not to be too cliche, but like you know, it counts the same for a dunk and like mm-hmm. you know, a layup. Like you know, they're both two points. Uh, quickly on the threes, I think Miles he's better at threes than his percentage. I think he does that mm-hmm. thing. He wants to be Steph Curry with that that dribble three, <laughs> and it's like. You know, take them when you're stepping into it, when you get a pass to it, and, you know, just take it. But he, I, it doesn't seem like he can shoot off the dribble all that much. And I think that if he plays within himself a little bit more with that, um, I, yeah, I think that'll help yeah. him. And I think, you know, if you come down, that's coaching, too. I think it's good, really. I mean, that's something you just have to, in practice, honestly, is just getting into the mindset of... I think overall, it's just a, for Miles, it's a little bit... The t- I was sort of saying, I think it was the method to keep... Um, we're going to keep saying that the show that the talent is there. And, I mean, the numbers coming in the game is there. I mean, he's rebounding. He's scoring. But it's just to get a little bit more of – just becoming a little bit – because you are – he's playing, I mean, you know, a little bit of, like, a point forward position. I mean, this guy hands the ball a whole like, – I mean, a whole lot of – heck of a lot of the time. I think you just need better – a little bit better decision-making overall. Just being a little bit more – I mean, I don't think he's being a ball hogger. He's not being greedy by any means. But I think sometimes, you know, he's taking a few too many outside shots that – he doesn't really need to take. I think the consistency does need to get there a little bit more for the outside too. I, I'm not I, like you said. I think it's three is a little bit better than yeah. You know than than uh, I think it's percentage shows. But I mean, you know, I think this is. I think it's like when you're. I mean, we're mo- one month one one month into the season so yeah. far, and I think it's something in January. You like to see just like this decision. I think you just like to see the decision making keep getting better and better. Yeah. And I think you just see the wins starting up to come these teams too as they get better. Yeah, and uh, I mean. Like, so he's he's probably out for the next, like, looking at the schedule, he's out, probably out, out for the next you know, three games. Uh, Oral Roberts, Youngstown State, Tennessee Tech, comes back to Northeastern, probably with the Northeastern game, um, and then going into uh, the Oakland game. So it's not like he's missing, you know, t- we should beat all those teams, yeah. no, no question about it. Um, and, uh, you know, just I just want the opportunity to see, you know, Aaron Harris, I think, has been probably the most disappointing player so far. Um, he just has not. He's just been. I mean, you know. So top two turnover guys, Miles and Cassius. But then Aaron Harris, who's a redshirt senior, has two turnovers per game. Yeah, you can't, can't have that. Can't happen. Yeah, it just can't happen. He he makes boneheaded plays. Um, and uh, he, I mean, he he's a really good scorer when he when he gets into rhythm. I just wish he was in rhythm more often. Yeah. And he's a good defender too. He's a good defender. Um, yeah. So I I think that I mean we have the talent. We have the talent. Just need to calm down, turn over the ball less. Um, yeah. So um, we saw we said Nick Ward was our bright spot. Any other bright spots? I know I have one guy that. 
I've, I've felt for, I mean, I've, I, because Nick wore, I mean, my bright spot, I've kind of liked, I mean, the numbers aren't really there. I've, I've, when he's played, I've liked what Goings has done, just rebounding the ball offensively. And overall, I think I've been, I will say I've been, like, super impressed, but I've liked what Lakeford's done so well fundamentally. Stop falling. He just needs to stop getting out. Yeah, he's getting in, he's getting in foul trouble. Yeah. I just like, I mean, defensively, he's, because obviously, I mean, you know, they left against Arizona, but yeah. I mean, he's looked good, and I've liked, I mean, just, he looks like he's a guy who's really going to grow into. Maybe not like a you're a banner player, but I think he'd be a very good. I think he'd be, maybe not, I think he'd be a solid starter for you. I think he'd do everything. Like I like the way he's, I like the way he's passing the ball, he's moving the ball around. I've liked Langford. I've liked Langford so far. I mean, I don't have like a very very. I don't know because I don't have like a super bright spot on the team. Can I? Can I just? Yeah, say, yours. Um, uh, Elvin hasn't played terrible. I know, I know, I know, I know. I see the feed space. Oh, no. um, he's not played terrible. Yeah. He's been okay. He's been he's been sometimes the like kind of like the hustle guy in those lineups. And I and I know we both hate him. We both loathe him. But he's been okay. He's been okay. You know, I'm I'm coming around. He's he's turned the ball over sometimes stupidly. But oh, Navid's mad at me. Navid's I mad. Know, I mean, I can't. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm biased to Elvin. I will say he's played better than he has in the past. I mean, maybe it's like I don't know. It's just like I just I don't I don't know. Like he hasn't been. He's been a little bit better, but I don't like a bright spot to me. I just think like maybe a bright spot's to, yeah. too much. Maybe bright spot's too much. He's played but... better. He's played, he will all make. I'm being serious. He's played better than last year, and he, his, his hustle's energy's been up. I don't think he's like being too much to push the needle for the team. Oh either. no! Like, yeah, I, I, I just yeah. I just I've I've criticized him so much throughout his career. I think I, I have to give a shout out to him not being terrible. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, I mean, yeah. I think part of maybe what the t- the problem is though with this team and I think what they're struggling with. And the reason I can't blame like Miles too much is that I mean he's the young you know like he's been anointed like pretty much like the next great of Michigan State basketball. And you're coming in, you're pretty much like it's literally kind of like that scene you'd imagine in, on the playground where they just give like. That really one really good kid the ball like here just go to work like yeah. just do what you have to do. I mean you know I think it really hurts this team right now not to have Denzel because I mean Denzel's the one guy who looking for a guy who didn't like is I mean just amazing with the ball and his hands amazing like doesn't not turning over the ball this can really lead an offense would be Denzel and right now they don't have that guy to really mentor. I think the younger I mean the guys who are mentoring our younger guys are like it's pretty much like Alvin Ellis and Tom Tom yeah. and I just don't like I mean. No, I'm not. Tom Tom's a good, it's a good dude, but I mean, you know, I think just learning how to score, learning how to like really be, become like a dominant player, just not their forte to mentor like that. Yeah. I think they're kind of missing that senior right now, and I think that's why the growing process for this team. Or and you know, watching the game, you're like, oh my god, like another like just turnover late in like half, or you get upset. But you gotta realize, like, when you don't have that veteran leadership, really. I mean, you have kind of like a guy like Aaron Harris is trying to figure out his identity. He should be like a veteran leader, but obviously he's trying to figure out that his identity himself this season. When you don't have like that set in stone, like, you know, like a Costello's or your, I mean, obviously your Denzel's, I think your growing process is just going to take a little bit longer. And that's what I think, I mean, I'd like to see this team come together by the end of this month. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's like, so, and just to get, I'm a little, I think it's going to be, when we play Northwestern um, December 30th, you know, going into January, I think that's when we start to see what this team's going to yeah. be uh, going. Uh, yeah, at least we have we have a better outline of what that team's going to be going into the tournament. Because um, I, I just think you saw it with Tom. Tom is tired. He's tired. He's, He's been tra- traveling a ton. He's gone to Hawaii, to New York, to East Lansing, to Bahamas, to... Uh, Dur- uh, Raleigh? Is it Raleigh? Is where, where's Duke? Dun- yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> where, yeah. And I'm going to say Durham for Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, and then, uh, and, and back to East Lansing, and it's just like, they've traveled a ton, mm-hmm. and they're tired, they haven't had a ton of practice, um, and, I mean, I think these next, this next month is just key to, they're playing soft opponents, they're playing cupcakes, um, and we're just gonna we're gonna see much more of what our team is. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just gonna see a much more yeah. um, steady development, I think. 
Yeah, so that's very fair. I'd like to see, I guess, around the Oakland game on the 21st, that's what I'd like to see, like, kind of, like, more of the like, sure. most complete game of yeah. the year. But, yeah, I mean, I'm going to give this team a look like, just because I think the makeup of your roster, I mean, yeah, I mean, they could keep saying, like, you young. And, I mean, I think Izzo's the one person who isn't, as he said, he's not really using it as an excuse. Yeah. But I think at the same time, you know, like, when you don't have, like, when you have, like, your probably your most heralded freshman class ever and you really don't have anybody to show them the way. Yeah. I mean, these are all the guys who are, who are like, like the, I mean, the best players on their high school teams. And they're kind of doing what they know best right now, just, like, to go out there 100%, like, you know, com- completely, like, just go mode, like, put the team on my back, let's win the game. I think it's, like, kind of something you see, like, these careless turnovers or Bridges trying to, you know, <laughs> go for the highlight reel dunk every time. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it takes a little bit of time to do this coaching and just, I think, going to going to practice over and over again, like, even in the middle of the season, too, just playing in games to realize, okay, this is, like, more of a reality check. This is what we need to do to win at this level. Yeah. I think it's just going to take time to develop, and so I'm not, I'm cutting the team some slack, and I'm not, I'm not going to be too worried, as you said, until, I think a Northwestern game, but, you know, you said good. I like to see the Oakland to be yeah. most complete yeah. game, and then I think Northwestern, I'd like to see us win and, you know, like, see a game where we just, yeah, I, I agree with everything. Um... I, I so just if you could lay out the what you think this team's best starting five is because it looks like we don't have Schilling and Carter moving forward. Okay, fun one. Without without Schilling, without Carter. Okay, I would actually go with. Let me think about how this roster is. Give me a long second. Okay, I probably. I mean, I'd start probably. With, I'd probably start. I'd probably start. I mean, I'd start Tom Tom. I think you need to put him at point guard. I like him. I like Aaron Harris, honestly, just because of what he can do defensively, really, and I think you kind of need that one guy who can... I mean, you know, he's looked pretty... He's looked well... He's played well, you know, guarding, I think, guys on the perimeter. And I think if you guys going to... I I still have faith in Aaron Harris. I think he's going to get better. I'd play him. I'd play Tom Tom. I'd play Aaron Harris. Obviously, Miles, like, when he's back from the injury. And then I'd actually go with... Maybe if... I'm, I mean, I think he can play more minutes. I'd like to go with Ward and Goins. Okay. Yeah, I think you're getting two rebounders. I think you're getting two guys down. Like, I think then you have some of your athleticism at the wings with your you know, Harris and and uh, Bridges, and then I think you have two guys down low who Goins can. I mean, Goins can move down the. I think I'm kind of concerned if they want to go up top. Of Ward could maintain going up and down the floor that much, but I think Goins definitely can. I think then you have a good mix of rebounding, scoring, and defense. I think overall, be your, maybe your most complete lineup, and I think. I like I do I think that you could have like Cassius and Wingford as your main guys who are rotating in off the bench. Yeah, I um t- to be honest, I think that playing those four freshmen and then having Aaron um as two yeah, okay. so you have you have Cassius at point, uh Aaron at two, Josh at, at three, and then Miles at mm-hmm. Miles play a real small ball four and then have Nick Ward down low. Yeah. I think that that team could run. Um, and I think that that's going to be the money lineup for me, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, have Tum Tum and, and McQuaid off the bench. And then, you know, have Kenny going for a, a, a guy like that. Because, I mean, at some point we have to shorten the rotation, obviously. Yeah. And But, um... Oh, that's, that's a good point you make. To really make something really quick is, like, I think there is a difference between, like, what your money lineup is and the one you start the game with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think if you're going with your money lineup, I'd probably actually go, then go a little bit closer to what you are saying. Yeah. I think it's for a fact, like, starting the game and, like... I think for maybe the first five minutes, that I'd actually like the lineup I like described. Sure. But I think if you're going to that go-to lineup, like the one that in the middle of the second half, I'd probably move more towards the four freshmen too. Yeah. And, I mean, one thing I want to say is I think that we're not getting enough on McQuaid. I think McQuaid yeah, is, um, is a dynamite three-point shooter when he, when he gets in it, and I think that uh, he will be a part of this team. I mean, like an integral part of this team mm-hmm. moving forward. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, just to sum it up, do you think, I just, I don't see us um, uh, doing any, you know, I, I don't see us losing any game in December. Um, when do you think we get back in the top 25? Oh, I mean, I mean, I'd have to say, I mean, I don't, I don't really have the Big Ten schedule in front of me. I think maybe, like, hopefully, I mean, it might be a while, but hopefully, like, maybe later in Maybe maybe just have to play two games play in January. Maybe like the beginning of February. Yeah. After like you know, I think we played that stretch for a bishing in a couple. Yeah. Like very close. I think right after that. It's I just think we can beat. We can beat like Purdue. We can beat up on some of these teams. I think we, I think we play them in January. I think we can get back in the top twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so funny because we like played yeah. the hardest strength of schedule by like <laughs> a million times, and it's just like 
Yeah, we're not in the top 25 because we lose to, you know, 10 bust, you know, some top yeah. 10 teams in the nation. It's like, come on. Uh, it's just, it just shows how much of a mm-hmm. joke that, that ranking is early in the season. Uh, yeah, any final thoughts on on uh, Spartan basketball? I mean, I'm just, I'm really excited. You know, I think, I think they kind of, you kind of like, we've laid out the issues that the team is, you know, I think they, they need to improve on. I mean, especially with turnovers and guys playing a little bit more of a, contr- a controlled game, but I think it's something they're going to pick up on. It's going to be hard time in practice, and I think they're going to learn. I think they're going to definitely be able to implement those changes going forward. Yeah. Very exciting. You know, you got to think some of these teams, like, I don't know, you can point to the fact that Duke and Kentucky lost, like, most of their rosters to the previous um from last year, but a lot of these teams have also stacked, you know, some of these, like, highlight real recruiting classics, they've stacked two or three of them in a row, and this is our very first one. We're playing with, so we're playing pretty much with our four, the main guys who are, like, you know, leaning on are four guys who just haven't played college basketball before. And I think, you know, like, it's just scary. I mean, looking this good right now, like, I mean, they pretty much almost beat, they could have beat Duke and they almost beat Arizona. Like, I just can't imagine after they really get, I get going together and, like, develop that chemistry in the next month. I'm, I mean, watch out for this college basketball. Like, yeah. It seems going to be rocking. Yeah. I, I think this is a team that kind of, not underperformance, but, like, you know, just just kind of is a sleeping giant until the, the March Madness, mm-hmm. you know. And it, I just I just remember the, the Trice uh uh, senior year, uh, uh, Brand Dawson. Yeah. We lose to Texas Southern. We're yeah. we're just struggling through the regular season, and then we just like beat Louisville. We beat Virginia in the tournament, and it's like I, you don't even remember these times. Yeah, where, exactly. yeah, yeah, I mean, they That's just it it just uh, you know getting the tournament. It, it doesn't matter, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I love the I love college basketball. Love the regular season, um, but hey. All that matters is tournament time. All that matters is in March. So, um, I think it's going to be nice that uh, Miles takes a step back with this injury, gets all the way healthy, and uh, we see some of these guys shine in December. So, um, you know, I think with that, we're going to try to do more regular podcasts. I think uh, next week's probably going to be a, a little bit of a shorter one just because we don't have any football and not a ton of basketball. But, um, you know, we're going to try to do this regularly for our dedicated loyal listeners hi mom uh um and uh we're out we got some unfinished business this the rap martyr we hitting harder getting smarter it's all in order kick the 40 yarder give me a heart attack i'm anxious Geiger, bring us home like colleagues mma kick i got the plane tick starlington i took the flight when that whistle blow i know that tony yo gonna be high gonna be high Remember, on the hit list you don't want to miss this spartan nation got some unfinished